Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hello, Duffy's Tavern. Where do you leave me deep? Archie the manager speaking. Duffy isn't here. <laughs> yeah, Duffy, I said isn't. Well, isn't this correct, ain't it? Well, look, I gotta watch me diction. We're having a meeting here of Mrs. Piddleton and a Lord Byron Ladies Literary Society. Literary Society, Duffy. It's a club, you know, where people who don't know how to read listen to lectures by people who don't know how to talk. Yeah, kind of a moron's copy clutch. Well, the ladies is meeting here tonight for an open forum. It's kind of a public discussion, you know, this forum where... Uh, you know, if you don't agree with another speaker's opinions, you state your objections in a friendly, logical, intelligent manner, and then you clunk them over the nut with a bung starter. <laughs> yeah. What are we serving, the dames? Well, that was a problem, Duffy. Uh, see, some of them like hot tea, and some of them like iced tea, so I'm compromising. <clears throat> We're serving them lukewarm beer. <laughs> well, I'll call you back. Archie. Yeah, Miss Duffy. Where's Eddie the waiter? Eddie the waiter? Hey, that's right. He ain't showed up here for two days. Maybe he had an attack of sanity and quit. <laughs> hey, Arch. Yeah, Finnegan. I hear Eddie escaped. <laughs> escaped is a harsh word, but you might so to speak. Hmm. I was just thinking that I got an idea. Beginner's luck. <laughs> what is it? Well, I was thinking... Uh, 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 maybe I could take Eddie's place. But, Finnegan, you ain't got no experience in business. Oh, no? What about the time I had that dog-walking route? Well, was it profitable? Profitable? My mother used to pay them dogs a nickel an afternoon just to take me for a walk. <laughs> so, so what about it, Arch? Would you hire me as a waiter? Well, I'll tell you what you do, Finnegan. Yeah. Make out an application blank, see? Then, if we decide to use you, we'll call you up. On the other hand, if you don't hear from us, uh, be sure not to get in touch with us at the earliest opportunity. Thanks, Arch. It's nice of you to consider me. Yeah, yeah. Now, where can I find a waiter? i got to get somebody before Mrs. Piddleton gets here. Oh, that phony Mrs. Piddleton and her snooty literary society. And what's wrong with snoot? <laughs> Happens to be a very high-class, refined club. I'll never forget how thrilled our customers was that night that Mrs. Piddleton recited Romeo and Juliet. It was out of this world. So was Mrs. Piddleton after she got hit over the head with that beer bottle. <laughs> yes, but if you remember, that's how she showed how genteel and cultured she really was. As she was laying there on the floor... With the beer streaming down her face, she was still quoting Shakespeare. Well, all I can say is if you wanted a cultural meeting, you should have invited my club. The Ten Jolly Girls AC? Yeah. But the Ten Jolly Girls AC is an athletic club. It's a literary club. Then what does the AC mean? Uh, it means admirers of Kipling. <laughs> Well, if I know them, dames, the A.C. means always chasing. <laughs> and I don't mean rainbows. <laughs> well, keep them illiterates anonymous out of here tonight. 
We're going to have an open forum, and we've invited a very special distinguished guest to referee the discussion. Who's coming down, Arch? A very well-known person, Finnegan, a, a man of letters. Oh, boy, Truman himself. <laughs> Truman, I'm, uh, I'm getting that radio commentator, that H.V. Uh, Kaltenborn. Ah, what a laugh. What makes you think he's coming here? Well, I wrote him a letter a whole week ago, and he ain't refused yet. <laughs> Did he accept? That's where I was cagey. My letter was so worded that it didn't require an acceptance. <laughs> Just a minute. Hello? Yes, uh, this is he. I mean, him. <laughs> Whom? I mean, who? Oh, you're Mr. Kaltenborn's secretary? He says, what? I should drop what? <laughs> Look, honey, tell him we're expecting him tonight, so he's got to come down here. Hmm, asking somebody like H.B. Kaltenborn to come down when we haven't even got a waiter. Hmm. Uh, by the way, honey, uh, ask Mr. Kaltenborn if, uh, at the same time he's delivering his lecture, he'd mind delivering a few hamburgers. <laughs> Here's a word from RCA Victor. Inch for inch, your best buy in television is RCA Victor 19-inch. Yes, a great many American families have taken this advice to heart and bought the thrilling RCA Victor 19-inch console, truly the most exciting buy in television. So, when you set out for your RCA Victor dealers to become an RCA Victor million-proof television set owner, remember that the set you choose will be the very hub of your home for years to come. It'll be the source of a great many hours of exciting home entertainment. So, with this in mind, select the model you really want most, and chances are that model will be the kingly RCA Victor 19-inch console. Inch for inch, your best buy in television. Your 19-inch set will give you in a great big way all the matchless, million-proof qualities of sight and sound possible only to the world leader in electronics. Yes, inch for inch, your best buy in television is indeed RCA Victor 19-inch. And with it go wishes to you and your family for all the warmth and good cheer of Million Proof Television by RCA Victor. Hello? Nope, Duffy, we still ain't heard from Eddie. I'm worried the guy might have just walked off and forgot who he is. You know, a case of magnesia. <laughs> Well, I'm uh, trying to replace him, but it ain't going to be easy. Well, sure, I got a sign in a window. But any guy that's got enough brains to read wouldn't be dumb enough to take the job. <laughs> well, all right, Duffy, please. I'm doing me best. Oh, Archie, a huh? special delivery letter just came. It's from Eddie. I'll call you back, Duffy. Special delivery from Eddie. Let's yeah. see what it says. Uh, dear Mr. Archie, at last I am free. What a wonderful word that is. Free, free, free. Where is he? In the army. <laughs> Eddie in the army? That's what a guy gets for giving his right name to the draft board. <laughs> How's he like the army, Archie? Well, let's see. He says, after Duffy's tavern, the army seems like a breeze. What a life. Rolling around in bed until 5 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Only working 16 hours a day. Getting a check at the end of the month instead of an I.O.U. Poor 
Ray, how he must miss the tavern. Yeah, I guess he does. He says here, uh, at bayonet practice this morning, every time I drove the bayonet into the dummy, I thought of Mr. Duffy. <laughs> how sweet. Even in the army, he's thinking of Papa. Sweet him, but we still need a waiter now. Who could we get? How do you do? <laughs> well, well, Yasha Panya likes the music teacher. Tell me, Yasha, how's business? <laughs> he is asking me how is business. With the money I am making from singing lessons, there is practically only one thing I cannot afford. What's that? Eating. <laughs> eating. Well, suppose I told you you can have all the food you could eat, absolutely free. What would you do? What else? I'd make a pig of myself. <laughs> well, you see that sign in the window? <clears throat> we need a waiter here, and... Uh... Just a moment, please. You have the nerve to suggest that I, the great vocal artist, Pani should say pig's knuckles to peasants? Sorry, Yasha. You would hire as a common waiter the man who has given the world some of the most glorious golden voices? I said I'm sorry, Yasha. It's positively an insult. Miss Duffy. Yes, Maestro. Come, my little goosling. Mink with the adenoids. Okay. <clears throat> I am calling you. Yes? My tray and apron. <laughs> Just a minute, guys. You're not so fast. You're a little over-anxious now. Uh, to be a waiter here, you've got to first pass the Duffy aptitude test. Mm -hmm. Now, tell me, uh, what does a Duffy waiter do if the hamburger he's serving suddenly turns green? A Duffy waiter turns the lights down low. <laughs> right. And what does a Duffy waiter do if a customer suddenly turns green? A Duffy waiter quick collects the check before the customer ends people. So far, so good. Now, question three. What does a Duffy waiter do when the rats chase him out of the kitchen? A Duffy waiter is courageous. He goes back with a chair and a whip. <laughs> yes, you got the right spirit. Now, start serving and remember our motto. The customer is never right. If he was, he wouldn't be in here. Okay. <laughs> Okie dokie, boss. Okay. As my first customer, I am going into the kitchen and serving myself a steak. One tenderloin steak should be tender and hold the check. Well, it looks like we got a waiter for our town hall meeting tonight. Say, Archie, did an army blimp just make a forced landing on 3rd Avenue? Well, not that I've heard. Well, in that case, Mrs. Tiddleton is just coming in the door. That's right. If it was a blimp, there'd be a number on the stern. Well, Mrs. Tiddleton, welcome back to the tavern. Oh, gee, you dear, dear boy. Let me look at you. Yes, you're the same, Archie. You haven't changed a bit. Let me look at you. Yep, same old Abigail. You ain't changed a ton. <laughs> How drool you are. Well, 
Archie, once again we meet to soar on the wings of the intellect in our mutual quest for a deeper understanding of the cosmic verity. <laughs> Abigail, you're a cat's pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> cosmic. If we ever had a cosmic verity around here, Tuffy, would murder me. <laughs> Archie, you're pulling my leg. Legs the size of yours, one does not pull, one tugs at. <laughs> but uh, tell me, what are you dames discussing at the literary club these days? Uh, well, at present, we're concentrating on the evolution and development of man. Well, I don't blame you. Culture's culture, but you got to have a little fun, too. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh-huh. <clears throat> uh, and now, about our open forum discussion tonight... Yes? Uh, has our moderator, H.B. Kaltenborn, arrived yet? Uh, no, he ain't. I, I mean, he, he isn't. Uh, the old gentleman is probably slowly driving down in a handsome cab, you know, he's... So old-fashioned and quaint. I mean, quizzing. Well, you'd better not disappoint me, Archie. Or I shall take our meetings elsewhere. Uh, say, Archie. Oh, oh, Miss Piddleton, this is Miss Duffy, a fellow culture bug. Oh, how do you do, Miss Duffy? Physical culture. Uh, how do you do, Mrs. Piddleton? Tell me, what are you discussing at your club these days? Oh, Shakespeare, Eugene O'Neill, Ernest Hemingway. You see, Archie, they talk about fellas, too. <laughs> now, Mrs. Piddleton, I also belong to a club. Oh, really? And what's the name of it? The Third Avenue Culture Vultures. <laughs> what an unusual name. Very quiz and quainted. <laughs> uh, Miss Duffy, uh, tell me. In your group is the trend towards or away from the classes. Huh? Ah, uh, well, that question came up at our meeting only last week. Uh, what was the answer? We never found out. Just as the question came up, a sailor walked by. <laughs> However, at the moment, we're endeavoring to devote our brains to fiction. And if them brains ain't fictional, what is? <laughs> Quiet, Archie. You see, Mrs. Tiddleton, in our club, we give an award of two points to any girl who reads a book, four points if she reads a book and sees the movie, and the big prize is ten points. That's if she reads the book, sees the movie, and when the fellow takes her home, she don't do nothing but discuss it. the most point. Emma Pfeffer, and she's the most miserable girl in the club. Well, look, if you dames will excuse me, i got to get things ready for the forum. Hey, wait a minute. Excuse me a minute. Look, Penya Slavnik. Penya Slavnik. You are demanding my attention. Mm. Look, i seen the way you served that guy that soup. And what's to complain? Well, I've seen waiters put their thumbs in a soup, but how do you explain putting both hands in it? Very simple. Before coming to work, I'm not having time to wash. You mean you washed your hands in the soup? You want from me a high-class waiter to use cold water? I 
hope, at least before you served the guy, you had the good manners to remove the soap. <laughs> I'm so absent-minded. No wonder he was frothing at the mouth. I got myself into here. Now get back to the kitchen and start getting the hash ready for tonight. Hello? Who? Well, it's about time you called Mr. Counting Born Weather. I mean, pray, what has been detaining you? Huh? You can't come down? But all the ladies is waiting to hear you talk. Huh? Oh. Oh, well, I'm sorry to hear that. I hope you'll recover it soon. Thanks for calling, sir. What's the matter, Archie? Why can't he come? The poor guy completely lost his voice and he can't... Hey, wait a minute. He was just talking to me. Well, I hate to be in your shoes. Why? Well, what are you going to do for a radio commentator to run the forum? Archie, huh? I've just examined the hatch. Please, yes, you don't bother me. I have to think of somebody to be a commentator. I find that the hatch is not overdone. Still, it is not underdone. You might say... If it was less overdone and more underdone, it could be medium done. But I can only commit myself so far as to say that I refuse to commit myself. Holy cat. And that's a born radio commentator if I ever heard. I fail to grasp the significance. <laughs> Yasha? Yes? Have you ever conducted a forum? Ha, ha, ha. Have I ever conducted a forum? <laughs> Silly boy. <laughs> me, the great Yasha Panyaslavnik. And he asks me if I ever conducted a forum. Uh-uh. Well, have you? Confidentially, no. They tell me, what is this thing, this, uh, this, uh, forum? Well, it's a kind of a debate where everybody sits around and discusses intellectual subjects. You want, at my age, I should suddenly grow brains. Either you grow brains or you get fired. Shake hands with Einstein. If you'd like to know a quick, easy way to ease the pain of a headache, neuritis, or neuralgia, then, by all means, try Anison. Your own dentist or physician may at one time or another have handed you an envelope containing Anison tablets. Then, you already know how incredibly fast and effectively Anison brings relief. Anison is like a doctor's prescription. That is, Anison contains not just one, but a combination of medically proven active ingredients. For your own sake, try Anison. Anison is sold to you on this guarantee. If the first few tablets do not give you all the relief you want as fast as you want it, you may return the unused portion and your money will be refunded. You can get Anison tablets at any drug counter. Anison comes in handy boxes of 12 and 30 tablets and economical family-sized bottles of 50 and 100. Now remember, Yasha, for this open forum tonight, you're going to be a famous radio commentator. Ah, uh, there's bad news tonight. <laughs> Don't worry, Yasha. You see, whenever you get stuck on an answer, all you have to do is you say, I agree. But what about Yugoslavia? 
<laughs> what about Yugoslavia? Who knows? See what I mean? Now, uh... <laughs> now, uh... Archie, the ladies are ready. Has Mr. Kelton Bourne arrived? Mrs. Piddleton, we got better than Kelton Bourne. Really? Who? Professor Yasha Panya Slavnik himself. <clears throat> You've heard of him, of course. Uh, well, uh... Uh, who hasn't? You haven't. <laughs> I want you to meet him. Yasha, I would like to present the president of the Ladies Literary Society, Professor Panyaslavnik. Meet Mrs. Piddleton. This is a woman. Yasha, please, a little more cuteness. <laughs> I, I beg your pardon. Uh, Mrs. Pilton, how do you do? Oh, I'm charmed. I'm disgusted. Pay <laughs> hey, no attention, oh, Mrs. Pilton. It's a debating trick of his. He's trying to throw you off balance. <laughs> this is impossible. <laughs> You see what a sharp wit I dug up for you, Mrs. Pendleton? Well, leave us begin the open forum. Now, our first question is... <clears throat> hey, wait a minute. Where's me gavel? The gavel? Yeah. I don't know. But what about Yugoslavia? Yeah. 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 Hey, 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 hey. The Duffy Town Hall meeting of the air is on the air. Ladies and gentlemen, our annual Friday night roundtable will now go into confinement. <laughs> On tonight's open forum, we will discuss today's contemptuary problems. <laughs> Sitting on our panel tonight, side saddle, of course, is Miss Duffy. <clears throat> Miss Duffy is our authority on maritime relations <laughs> and on civil affairs. <laughs> We also have with us the Honorable Clifton Finnegan, the famous authority on subversive politics. <laughs> Mr. Finnegan has spent most of his life in the underground. <laughs> and for our moderator, we give you that famous radio commentator and part-time lunatic, Gesha <laughs> Panyaslavnik. Good evening, good evening, good evening. Check in. I wish to announce before we start that the opinions about to be expressed have no basis. Now, this evening is from P.J. East Orange housewife and retired sandhog. See? What? I'm dead. Why? Mrs. P.J. wants to know what about Yugoslavia. Well, let's take a belt at it. Anybody know anything about Yugoslavia? I'd like to take a crack at that, Arch. Okay, Finnegan, go ahead. What about Yugoslavia? Well... I think that about answers the question. I'm afraid I'll have to disagree. I'll go along with that. Funny, and you can't disagree with yourself. Why not, Archie? It proves that I got an open mind. 
We'll close it up and leave us continue. Now, what's the next question, Mr. Moderator? Uh, the next question comes from Mr. H.Q. of Hollywood, California. <laughs> Apprentice butcher and dramatic coach. <laughs> Mr. H.Q. has relatives in Europe. So he has requested that we only refer to him by his first initial, H. <laughs> his question is, what can we do to control inflation? Hmm, that's a good one. Let's see, let's see, let's see. What can we do to control inflation? I say we should keep out of it. Oh, an isolationist, huh? But I say to you, sir, what would happen as if in 1928 the gold standard should be abandoned by South America, particularly by Peru and Oblivion? In that case, I say, quote, Don the torpedoes and let us go back to Confederate currency. I disagree. You disagree with Confederate currency? Why? Once I ain't here, always I ain't here. I see your point, Mr. Moderator. But have you considered what Confederate currency is worth in Prussia? You could go over to Prussia today with $200 in cold Confederate cash, and do you know how much prussic acid it'd buy? <laughs> Not enough to keep a family of three alive. <laughs> That's where we're up against it. <clears throat> do you have anything to add, Mr. Moderator? Just one thing. What? What about Yugoslavia? <laughs> Now, come, Yasha, this is horse and buggy thinking. Mostly buggy. Who's asking you for your two cents worth? Ah, stop beating your gum. Now, listen, Miss Duffy. You shut up, too. Oh, your father talks to cops. Quiet, please. You shut up. You shut up, and you two Finnegan, before you get a punch in the nose. Who's going to punch who in the nose? I'm going to punch you in the nose. Just a minute. Stay on it before you get a punch in the nose, You get him, and I'll beat your brains out. Wait a minute till I take me coat off. I don't know. I And so we bring to a conclusion one of our friendly open forums. (laughs) Well, tell me, Mrs. Piddleton, uh, did you like our open forum? Like it? Archie, I'm simply through to the core. You are, huh? Yes. For the first time in my life, the professor has made me feel that I really know all about Yugoslavia. Don't forget, folks, tomorrow's the day. That's right. Tomorrow, your nearest Buick dealer raises the curtain on the new 1951 Buick. From the special to the Roadmaster, this Buick All-Star lineup for 1951 is the most exciting, most appealing of the new car season. Make a date to see these highway honeys of 51 tomorrow. Bring your family and bring your friends. Let them all enjoy the excitement and thrills of a Buick opening. And if you've been waiting for the car with everything, beauty, style, design, and performance... One look at the 51 Buick tells you this is the one you've been waiting for. 
So be sure to drop in tomorrow, January 20th, to see the new 51 Buick at your nearest Buick dealers. Listen again next week, friends, to Duffy's Tavern, the Friday night transcribed feature on NBC's all-star festival of comedy, music, mystery, and drama. Brought to you by RCA Victor, world leader in radio, first in recorded music, first in television. By the makers of Anison for fast relief from pain of headache, neuritis, neuralgia. And by your local Buick dealer who introduced the new 1951 Buick tomorrow, January 20th. Don't miss seeing the new 51 Buick. Listen tomorrow evening for The Man Called X, starring Herbert Marshall, the Saturday night feature of the All-Star Festival. (laughs) 